Original content. Content. Compelling discussions. Audio on demand. This is a Podcast 225 production. Synonyms of the word change. change. Alter. Make different. Become different. Adjust. And every day, we evolve. We adapt. We change. And this is where we talk about it. This is The Clay Young Show. What's going on? Welcome back. The Clay Young Show is on your podcast device, and today we got a great show in store for you. Pat LaDuff is going to be in studio. She was on the TV show last week, and I was like, uh, didn't get enough. Let's come back and do another conversation on the audio podcast, and she's going to be in the place today, and I'm looking forward to talking with her. Pat is one of the really aggressive and respected proponents of North Baton Rouge and really getting that part of Baton Rouge back to where it was. And I'm not going to give too much away because I want you to be able to hear about where it was and why it's so important to where East Baton Rouge Parish can go. And so we're going to talk about that. And at the end of the show, I want to talk with you a little bit about one other project I'm doing with CEOs and business leaders. That's been pretty exciting. Just had a conversation with one and I'll talk with you about that a little bit more in the closing segment of the show. Hey, by the way, the TV thing that we're doing on WBRZ Plus airs every Friday at 7.30 p.m. and online at WBRZ.com. You can stream it there. It's on Hulu, Roku, and you can catch the shows on the YouTube page starting the Monday after they air. 7.30 p.m. on Fridays. It airs on Saturday at 2 and 2.30. So, Check that out if you don't mind. I appreciate you. All right. Let's get Pat LaDuff in studio and get down to business. Podcast225.com. Promote your business or organization on Podcast225.com. Podcast225.com is quickly becoming a weekly tradition for Louisiana listeners. Every month, thousands hear the weekly Clay Young Show. Every week, Clay sits with some of the state's most fascinating and entertaining people. Posting your company's logo on the podcast225.com website or having a professionally produced commercial air on The Clay Young Show is a great way to access a loyal and informed audience. Get more information by calling 225-214-1550. That's 225-214-1550. Executone of Louisiana has been helping businesses in Baton Rouge save money on their telecommunications for the 40 years. Executone will help businesses upgrade their phones and intercom systems, save money, and never have to worry about low Local customer support, doctors' offices, hospitals, schools, businesses, it doesn't matter. All kind have depended on the good people at Executone to upgrade technology and save money. I have a question for you. Do you like saving money? Sure, of course you do. Here's another one. Do you want to keep the most up-to-date phone and intercom technology while saving money? That's what it's all about. That's a no-brainer. Don't get sucked in by out-of-town companies who are not here if you need technical support. Executone has been here, and they believe in a value you have customer service, baby. Don't take my word for it. Give them a call, 225-295-3500. It's 295-3500. Oh, look them up. ExecutoneLA.com. Executone of Louisiana. They still here, and they're going to continue to give you great service. Insight, analysis, and motivation from the who's who in the capital region. This is Podcast225.com and The Clay Young Show. 
back with Pat LaDuff, who did the TV show last week and had the, the studio. <laughs> How do I describe it? Uh, everybody who never met Pat before, after that conversation was like, whoa, it was like she was something else. And the thing we laughed about the most, and I still am not going to ask you here, is what did you stop yourself from saying that one time? How you doing, Pat? I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> How are you, Clay? I'm great. I'm glad to have you here. So when we talked last week, and you can check out the TV show on the YouTube channel, The Clay Young Show, on here we were talking about, or on there rather, we were talking about North Baton Rouge. We talked about the history of Scotlandville specifically and where it was really at the turn of the last century and what the the hundred year period um, did to the area and where we are with it now. And yes. so for those who didn't, who hadn't seen that episode, let's talk about Scotlandville and what it used to be. Scotlandville and what it used to be. First of all, it was self-sustaining mm -hmm. and uh, black folk were proud to be black folk yeah. and they they uh they pulled their own bootstraps up. <laughs> right. You know, right. uh they kept God first, sure. you know, but but basically the village realized that the village had everything that the village needed. Right. And we helped each other. Yep. And we didn't reach out. Uh, you know, I, I had people joking all the time about commodity. Commodity wasn't made for black folk. It was made for white folk. <laughs> when we start getting it and getting those food stamps and all of that, they came up with all kind of rules why we couldn't get it. <laughs> so basically, uh, we planted our food. We yeah. had our jobs. We went to work. We did sitting services and we volunteered. Which is what people say they want from inner city or black communities now they want people to be more self-sufficient and work and earn and all those things but that's the history that's the way it was that's us that's us yeah. as a people yeah we've always done that right you know you gave us the cow and uh we didn't even eat the steak right but we still <laughs> ate you gave us the pig and what we did we, we gave you all everything else and we ate the chitlins and now you want the chitlins okay you want the pigtail you want the pig feet the pig lip you know i mean can we have anything so we're three minutes in, and this is where we go already. So, so you know, the, the there were people who migrated from other parts of the country to Scotlandville because it was such an industrial area. It sat on Scott's Bluff there, yes. and it actually is the it wasn't the original location of Southern. Southern was in New Orleans, and That's then moved right. up to 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 Baton Rouge on the Bluff. There, beautiful campus, as everybody knows. What caused the change? When did the change begin and into in what we see today? Way back when, I'm not quite sure what started the change, mm -hmm. uh, except for the fact that once more of us start working in industrial places, making lots of money, mm -hmm. uh, people don't want to really entertain uh, black flight. But that's what we do. Mm -hmm. You know, when we get up and we get, up and we got our cars and we, our, we want our children to then have the opportunity to go to the best schools right. then we leave our community so when when we leave our community the money leaves our community right then the second phase of that is when they brought in i-110 right that just choked the life out of us yeah so basically you change the colors you change the name of the school and you change the mascot to accommodate other folk, right? So you get on the interstate and you get off, you get your babies and you go back on the other side of town. Right. So then that traffic that was coming through and there's not enough income then to right. support. Because people aren't, you've removed the commerce, the opportunity to be there. It's so interesting you say that and we talked about this last week. There are parts of Baton Rouge that people only hear about if they watch the TV news or read about in the newspaper and they hear about the crime. That's right. But, 
if you don't see them, if you know, there's no direct path. Maybe if you're on North Foster, you might see parts of Gus Young, mm-hmm. right? That's right. But you don't have to see Glen Oaks. No. You don't have to see Brookstown. You don't certainly don't have to go through Dixie or Banks or no. Fairfield. I mean, oh. some of these areas that are hurting the average person who probably would see it and have compassion doesn't have to because in their daily lives, you don't drive around that. You're on the interstate. That's right. You know, that's right. airline, Florida, government, that's kind of. Plank Road. Plank I Ro- mean, our first community, Zion City. Right. You know, turning, you know, have already turned 100 years old. Mm-hmm. And you you go up and down the street, right? right? You right. turn. Okay, now you can turn on Ford. Right. You know, it's really nice. But you right. turn on Cadillac Street and all those other it's streets. Bar in the way. It's just bothering Okay, okay. And, um, and so, and then you, you got this guy who's built all these beautiful houses. Back sure, there, sure. but he had to go through what looks like a third world country to get, to get to the houses, right right? right? right. So, when we did a tour back there, mm-hmm. my jaws dropped. So, you know, a couple of years ago, when we started this canvas, I started doing this thing with, with Hiller, and, and I talked to the mayor about it. And we went into Brookstown because I that's one of my things, I like people to see the area you talk about. That's right. I was in a, a group of, in a meeting with a group of businessmen and I kind of told them, you're not really qualified to talk about what's going on over here if you haven't seen it. I mean, I said that. Take several seats back. You don't know what you're talking you about. You don't know what you're talking about <laughs> because here's, here's what you don't know. The people who live there want the same thing that folks on Highland Road want. They do want to be safe. They do want opportunity. They do want to be able to go to a grocery store. I mean, that's the vast majority. But, but, before that, first and foremost, they want to be there. They want, and they want to be, and, and, well, that's the other thing. A lady asked me a question They want one time. to be there. A lady asked me a question one time, Pat, on one of the walks about, uh, you know, why this, why that? And then I said, and it was like, she, well, they, why don't they get out? It's like, they don't want to get out. They don't want to get out. We want to be there. Want it, they want improvement where they are. Where we're comfortable, where we've lived, and where we want to be. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there shouldn't be anything wrong with that. And so the, the thing is, it's like the, the premise of how you fix it doesn't start with... Move me out. Move me. <laughs> and then the other thing is, sometimes a person sees the world differently because of their own perspective, which doesn't make their perspective wrong or yours wrong or right. It's just they see it differently. Right. Exposure. That's right. That's you know, right. I, we took a... At, at Broadmoor, it's a group of young men who had been a part of a program, all African-American and just had been through some stuff, but they all graduated high school. Mm-hmm. So we took them to Doe's Eat Place on Government Street mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because the owner is a buddy of mine and he serves on the board with me. We wanted to take them out. Now, you know, Doe's is, is, is a nice steakhouse. It ain't Ruth's Chris. Right, right. But it was an intimidating thing to these kids. Yes, yes, yes. And then, and my thing was, you have to duck your head because you haven't had this experience. That's right. That's right. There, all of us have things in life we've never experienced before, and we don't know what the hell we're doing when exactly. we're there. Exactly. I mean, I remember when I first started going to fine dining with, you know, these folks that want to call me to talk to them, you know, and it's like, okay, <laughs> let me remember what fork is my what fork is my salad fork, and I'm looking like, okay, let me just wait and see who's going to use what fork, what spoon, when do you eat what, uh, because I'm I'm from there. All right. Right. Look, I, I remember being uh, at, at at Camelot Club one time and. I had a meeting down there and I was meeting with the lady and she leaned over to me because we had just done a business lunch. She said, is it polite to eat everything on the plate? And I leaned back to her and I said, 
I'm paying for everything on the plate. And, <laughs> I always say if it's good. Don't be worried about what somebody <laughs> at another table is thinking about what yes, you're doing with your food over yes, here. Yes, yes, so, yes, yes. How do you draw? How do you draw people in to get them to see the redeemable? wonderful value of parts of Baton Rouge that only get criticized. Oh, they have to come. You can't hear about Scotlandville. You right. gotta be there right. on the ground. Right. When right. Uh, I took a group out to uh, the bluff yesterday at Southern University, and it was breathtaking. Yep. The sun was going yep. down, <laughs> and, and and they were like, "Oh my God, it's beautiful!" I said, "You're in Scotlandville, right? right. <laughs> By the way, you're right. in Scotlandville, right. right? Right? Yeah, you gotta be there. You gotta we, be we there. We got great kids. We got great families, and we got great things happening in Scotlandville. Do you see any paradigm shift in Baton Rouge at all? Do you do you think things are improving from a I mindset do. standpoint? I Tell do. Me about I do. I, I see that uh, either out of guilt or just sick and tired of being sick and tired mm-hmm. uh, or sick and tired of us talking about it. Right. Uh, people are saying, let's just do the darn thing. Right. Let's just do right. the darn thing. I right. got money and I'm going to make it happen. Right. Right. Yes. So, you know, they're coming in to get a few pictures. Uh, they remembered you from last week, too. <laughs> uh, so. So the I like what you said. You. The, about people either sick of hearing us talk about it or wanting to change things. I also think it is because of this new generation of young people who aren't interested in some of the bigotry and and biases that we've seen in, in recent and distant history. These kids wanted to happen. And they're comfortable being around each other. And they don't care. They don't care. <laughs> they, they really don't care. Right. Uh, I met the Bradley Brown group with Tevin and all of them, yeah. uh, about five or six of them. Right. They are so hot right now. Right. I mean, their designs are beautiful. They're excited. They want to see things happen in Scotlandville. And they don't want the bull. It's like, right. we, we're, y'all, your old folk have have, <laughs> made, have, have already planted uh, the seed. The, the platform is here. Right. And uh, just, just get back and right. just let us do what you have prepared for us to do. But that's yeah. got to feel good for you as someone oh, who's been does. in this fight for yeah, so long to does. know that you're not by yourself. That's right. That's right. That's and, right. you know, lip service is what has often killed these mm-hmm. efforts. Mm-hmm. People say, let's get involved. Let's do something. These these groups come along and say, let's do something about Baton Rouge. And then we get to um, <laughs> I think you answered it. And then we get to a place of. <laughs> Of action and nothing comes of it. That's right. That's right. And I think that's what we get. We and we got to start pressing elected. We we do have a group of elected officials now who actually do want work to happen. Yes, I believe so. I do believe so. And then that's different because um, I, I kind of felt like before it's you vote for my project, I vote for your project. Mm-hmm. And I do see some kickback. I mm-hmm. do see, yes, I, I, I want to support what you're doing, but you keep passing over Scotlandville. Right. And we're not going to keep passing over Scotlandville. Right. At some point, you got to make something happen in Scotlandville. Well, and north, the farther North Baton Rouge. Well, and I think because Baton Rouge, East Baton Rouge Parish, cannot be what it can be until these areas are addressed. That's exactly right. So you talked on the TV show about having spoken with the school superintendent. Yes. And Dr. Cito Narcisse is, is he's still get, kind of getting the lay of the land in Baton Rouge. I want to come at this from this direction. If education officials, not just the mm-hmm. soup, were asking you, hey, what do we need to do about schools in our community? What would you say? I would say that we have 10 schools that are in our community. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you trying to find out what that 10 school is doing? Okay. 
and then everything needs to be duplicated. Right. So we, we, we base everything on whoever's the best. Mm -hmm. uh, they call it best past practices now. Mm -hmm. They've been calling it that for a while yep. in, 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 you know, in corporate, right? That's right. So why aren't we using that? You know, uh, Ryan Elementary, case in point, was a stellar school. Mm -hmm. Blue Ribbon, I think they call mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Okay, for, for a couple of years. Why didn't every elementary school, including Banks Elementary down the street, progress, meet with that principal and duplicate that service? Right. Do exactly what they did. Right. Make it for your school, mm -hmm. but it has to start with this with this base so that we can bring those schools up. You know, I see what charter schools often do when they come in, and it's funny, this debate between traditional public schools and charter public schools and and there's good and bad in both sides and I actually see the arguments from both sides depending mm -hmm. on what the argument is but one of the things that I do admire that I think traditional schools could afford to do a little bit more of is come out of the box mm -hmm. some and charters are willing to to come out of the box and have a non-traditional style as long as the comprehension and retention is there right that's all I really care about right don't care how you got them there right if they can get there when they're supposed to be there that's all I want Right. And I think teachers work hard. Teachers to me are as essential to a community as a police officer, a fireman, a doctor, a nurse, because they're on ground zero of the most important asset, the That's children. Right. That's right. That's right. What, what, is your, what is your thought about being more, again, out of the box as it relates to educating our children? Well, we've already, already been out of the box. Right. So you say um, non-traditional. Yeah. Is it really non-traditional? Because that's how we started. Right. Fair. Right? Fair. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and so so they're going, the, the charter schools are going back to our base. Okay. So at some point with the no kid left behind, mm -hmm. you start teaching the test. Right. You took the, you put the teacher in a block, right. in a box, mm -hmm. and you said, if you don't pass, then you may not have a true, job true, and the child true. won't won't be here. Right. True. So so that that's what put us in that box. Yeah. To, uh, because we needed to pass that test. Right. I needed to 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 justify myself. Right. As a good teacher. Teaching to the test and not to the education of the child. That's exactly right. Okay. So we need to come. And I think we're gradually getting back out to. of that box. You have to. Uh, because you don't go 12 years, take a test, and then can't graduate. Right. You know, people realize, I mean, I have children in my family that, that have been subject to that that still haven't graduated because they didn't pass that test. Right. And and, and were functional students yes. but weren't good at And people often, and we know this, are not good at test taking. That's right. That's right. Because, and us particularly. Well, because <laughs> and, and, well, and, P, and children learn so differently. That's but right. again, it's like it. Yeah. And, you know, that all that stuff often boils down to money, too. It, it does. It does. Whose agenda do you want to push? Right. Yeah. You know. So you um, you referenced earlier, like the schools and there's been a big debate over where schools are and, and getting, you know, because kids crisscross Baton Rouge. I mean, they're kids who leave schools closer to their neighborhood to go across town to another school. Case in point, we had Banks Elementary right there mm -hmm. and uh, we had still had children that live right in Banks. We walked the Banks. Mm -hmm. All of us went to Banks Elementary. If you live there, you already know you're going to Banks Elementary. Right. They were actually bussing us out to Claiborne. Yeah. Okay. Bussing us out to progress. Uh, and so uh, we need to bring that back. You think we'll ever get back to that? Uh, we can push it. Yeah. Uh, uh, progress Elementary is a state-of-the-art campus. Right. I would prefer the children going to Progress than to Claiborne. Mm -hmm. You're taking them outside of the element. You're mm -hmm. taking them outside of the community. If we're going to bring community together for a close-knit, right. uh, they can't associate with the families over in Claiborne mm -hmm. because that's that's not even part of 
of where we live. Right. So then, then you move the students from the high school right. and you send them to Capitol. Then, how, what do you think is going to happen on Scotlandville? Uh, that that knit and that interest yeah. that you you built at Scotlandville High because you lived in Scotlandville is no longer there because you attended school somewhere else. And the thing is, it's so logical. And when I mean seriously, when you explain it, it's so so logical. If if communities thrive. And most of the communities, and I mean most of the areas in and er, areas in a community are thriving, mm-hmm. then the whole area thrives. That's right. But if you play a shell game, moving people around, That's and right. an area starts to fall off, we know where it's going to go. We know that there's going to be an increase in crime and 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 poverty and all of these things, mm-hmm. and, and gang banging and gang banging. And so you know when you talked about the self sustaining the self sustained nature of Scotlandville and history and how. If you were to t- describe what it was to someone and don't say what the name was, people go, yeah, we want that. It's like, well, no, that's what was there. That, that's what was there. That's right. That's right. Like, like they went way out and created uh, Perkins Row. Well, uh, the V, the plaza, yeah. the split between 61 and 19, yeah. we already had that look. Yeah. We already got that look. Right. Right, right, right. <laughs> Why didn't anybody invest to make that a Scotland role? <laughs> you know, I, I went out to uh, Helix Academy mm-hmm. over on uh, Preston Castile's deal. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, Preston's a good friend and a brilliant man. Mm-hmm. And I went to the, uh, we're doing some work with him and I saw the campus last week. Actually, I think it was the the same day we did the TV taping. And my goodness, and watching the kids. So I went into a, to the classroom and these young men were doing a demonstration on how the moon and the sun interact and and what constitutes getting to a full moon or half moon and i'm watching these kids and it's like you know man why don't we talk more about them yes yes Yes. Like, yes. Not, and they were enjoying it, right? Enjoying I didn't it. want to leave. Like, we were there for a little while to shoot some. I, so I watched two of the presentations. Wow. And then the teacher. Mm. And so, know, and they feel empowered. Yeah. Uh, but, but, you know. and, and I'm sure that's not, that's not an anomaly. It happens in schools all over. Yes, yes. But again, give kids a self worth from the outside by highlighting the ones who are actually yes. winning at life that's every day. That's exactly right. That's we got to right. do that. We got to do that. We got to do that. Because everybody's not selling drugs. Everybody's not game banging. We got some, this generation here, uh, it's it's on fire. People don't often realize the subconscious and sometimes the passive bias against people of color looking and being successful. That's right. That's right. I have dealt with that for nearly 30 years in, in adult and professional life. That's right. You can't, you, and, and I won't, you know, go into more details about that or make this about me, but I'm telling you, as a black man, mm-hmm. you are in a box that you don't think you're in sometimes, and you have to fight for things that others don't even have to think about don't fighting for. Don't even have for. to think about. And don't have a woman standing by your side. You won't even get the job. So the thing is, it is, as a country, we just have to lean into the best of who we can be. That's right. That's right. And quit. And be respected as that. And be respected. So, <laughs> so going back to these communities, you talked about, we're talking off the air about the work you do with, with Blight now. A house just doesn't become blighted. Right. There is a process. That's right. That's right. And there has to also be a process of improving it. That's right. Flipping an area and then not investing in the people 
will only create a cycle of the same situation. Which is what we have. Everywhere. Which is what we keep having. That's right. That's right. That's right. And we're going to keep having. And, and, and that's the place where we have to get to. Right. And I, and, you know, from a distance, I've always admired your your fierce nature of fighting for that part of the parish, but also being about accountability. That's right. Because we have to be accountable too. That's exactly we right. can't as, as people of color can't walk around not being accountable to our communities oh, or to one another. Me. Yeah. You know, well, we, you know, you need out you owe me. <laughs> no, we but thing is the majority of us want to go and get it. Yes, yes. I want that I want that lot next door to me. But there's so much going on with it. What do you think about what do you think about this crime situation? You know, the 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 chief is always in the community because I mean he's he's a fan of the carrot and the stick you know, uh, mentality that you can't have all stick and no carrot, can't have all carrot and no stick. What do you think about the crime here? And, and it's really nationally and, and why it's gotten so brazen. You know, one o'clock in the day now, they're shooting at each other on I-10 or whatever. What do you think? It's about anger that? management, man. I'm telling you, I, I all of that comes down to anger. Yeah. People are killing people over five cents, yeah. five dollars. Yeah. Ten dollars. Yeah. And it's about the moment. It's about the mental stress, the mental anguish. It's about people being under pressure. That's I'm not a professional in that. Right. That's just Pat LaDuff. Right. But you see uh, it. Because trauma. you just don't come out and just shoot you nope. just to shoot you. Right. 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 Uh, there's something going on with me, my mm-hmm. wife, mm-hmm. my mom. Mm-hmm. Someone is putting pressure on me right. somewhere. Right. Don't fool with me today. Right. Today and, is and, not and, the day. And the thing is, you're so right because it is it doesn't just go from somebody saying what you just said and then going off on somebody yeah. in an argument or yelling or snapping. No, it's, it's gunfire. That's exactly right. That's exactly it's right. It's walking out to the truck or car to go get the gun to come back in to shoot the 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 person, the that's cashier right. or, right. or right. shoot the other person in the place. Because that's like, gonna fix it. That's gonna fix it. How? What's going to happen to you? There are consequences for your behavior. Right. What would make you think that you could, the, 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 you know, the baby, you yeah. know, that they just found. Oh, what it. would make you think that you can do things like that? What clicks in your head to think that you can do that, have that type of behavior and not think about what's going to happen if I do that? Hmm. And that truly is what goes on because you can tell that they're not thinking about consequences. This, well, they won't fix it. And I mean, whatever my, happens, I want to fix it. And again, when going into a crowd like some of these kids are doing and shooting at someone in a crowd, look at these young men who who, who shot up uh, the IHOP on Segan about three months ago. Yes, yes. This yes. was like m- noon on a Friday. So out of character. <laughs> so out of character. But but what was going on? What has gone on? Right. You know, it's like the bully in the school. Right. You right. know, I'm just not picking on you today, right? right? No, it's been uh, we've been leading up to this. Something is happening. I may be abused right. sexually, right. mentally. Right. You know, and I want to take it out on someone else. Right. I, when I was at Banks Elementary, I had kindergarten. Right. Mm-hmm. The babies would come in such distress. Yep. I can't pay my rent. Right. I got a job that's under under. Uh, I'm being underpaid. Uh, not paid at all. Mm-hmm. I'm taking it out on my kids. You're not moving fast enough. I need to get you to school. And then that baby comes to school. Mm-hmm. And the same way the mom has cussed the baby, the mm-hmm. baby's going to cuss me. No question. Okay. Uh, I, the same clothes I put on that baby Monday mm-hmm. uh, because they had no uniforms. By Wednesday, they had the same clothes on. Right. You know, I, right. I got wet. Somebody peed on me last night. Right. Okay. Right. You don't even understand that. Right. You know, right. we don't even have, my, our water's not even on. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and so it's so funny 
I remember being in Dallas, a, a friend of mine who since passed away was running a program, a community program over there, and they were in the schools, public schools. And it was the group is called Urban Specialists. Mm-hmm. And so these are community people and former gang bangers who mm-hmm. turn their lives around the mm-hmm. hardest of the hard bloods and crips. <laughs> and so we went to one of the schools to visit to watch the program. Uh, and I remembered one of the guys, the principal was taught on a superintendent. One of the deputy superintendents was talking about how the program works and had one of the guys there tell us about what they do. They weren't there to help the teacher with education. They weren't there for that. They were just there for mentorship and interaction with the kids. And the guy said, he told us two stories. He said, there was one where a kid would not take his hoodie off and sit up. He was at his desk Mm -hmm. and the teacher kept telling him to sit up and he kept putting his head down. And so they call him to come to the room and he calls him outside and say, hey, man, what's going on? You know, you got to sit up. And he's like, man, I need a haircut and they're making fun of me. And I just I don't want to wow. do it. something as simple as that. The other one was another young man. It's just really acting out. Mm-hmm. I mean, like acting out, like really trying to get kicked out of the classroom. Mm-hmm. Same situation. He pulls him out. He said, hey, man, you can't act like that. He said, what's going on? He said, man, I got home yesterday and some guy I didn't know was there with my mama. And when we left this morning, mm. they were arguing. I want to go home. They, mm. they need to kick me out so I can go check on my mom. Wow. Wow. That's real. That's the real deal. And it gives me chills <laughs> because that's what our babies are dealing with. Yeah. And those babies grow up to be grownups. Now, think and about I, that. And that's the same grownup that's going to shoot you on the interstate if you piss him off. So if you can't understand and i'm not asking everybody to have to relate no all right that's right but i'm just saying there is a place where you probably have some people who relate or at least can identify or translate because these two simple reasons these kids were acting out right Right. One was being bullied because of a didn't have a haircut. The other wanted to go. Who wouldn't want to go make sure their mother is okay? That's right. Kick me out and then you go check now, my mom. I don't care if you suspend me. That's right. Send me home or That's have right. her come get me so I know she's all right. They That's were right. arguing That's when right. I left the house. That's right. I completely got that. Yeah. But that's the value and that's what's missing. So sometimes we got to know where kid is coming from. Right, right. Spend time with the family. I think uh, providing uh, more social services within the school. I was on a call last Friday and I asked, um, you know, when when you don't even recognize or realize how many babies are involved in people being shot. Mm -hmm. You know, the guy that got shot. What about his the babies at home? You know that that have to deal with that. Right. No, no one. You know, people die, and even when we have funerals and all of that, right. kids go in the room and play. Right. Okay. Whoever's whoever addresses the children to say, "You okay with all of this?" Right. Right. You guys okay? Right. And and the, because they absorb, even if you don't know the emotion and the trauma and everything that's going on. That's right. I, I just um and and lately because of what I'm seeing, I'm I'm I just I feel like the intensity level is getting so high that if we don't as a community black people and white people that's right that's right because it can't just be black people white folks are stressed out as well we're all stressed out and you have to be able to say okay let's back this down that's right and 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 social media has given platform to the worst human beings among us now that's right we don't need to even dwell on that a whole lot but oh my god the misery loves company well now they can be together on the internet and never have to leave their homes that's exactly right and then when they go out they're heated it's like, you shouldn't leave home like that, right? right. Okay, so you're, you didn't get into it with your mom. You didn't get into it with your sister. You've getting, you're have getting getting into it with somebody on the computer right. that you don't even know. You don't even know. And you're leaving home mad. I wish somebody would today. <laughs> with somebody you don't even know. 
<laughs> get on there and comment on my stuff and say all of this. Yes. It's like, yes. Wow, is it that serious, really? Yeah, yeah. And I think that has a lot to do with it. I really do. It does. Yeah. I mean, now these kids are threatening each other over social media. Yes. They're yes. out there. Police yes. are catching these yes. kids yes. who are threatening to kill somebody. Yes. And the time Instagram. when they all went to the mall, they all oh, did goodness. all of that, and then they all went to the mall that time, and <laughs> and they were shutting down the mall and stuff. I was like, "What? Well, oh, we're gonna get them!" So then you you get to really just build your like we do our volunteer base right, for our right. for our community organizations. <laughs> they 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 were building up their their volunteer base. Oh my god! Yeah, so we 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 better pay attention. You know. Well, look. Um, it, so so the thing is, I, last time on the show, she gave out her cell number. I said, Pat, you can't be giving out your cell number and stuff, but but that's okay. I want people to know. So tell me how people can get involved with the work that you're doing. If they want to volunteer, if they want to say, hey, can I donate to some cause somewhere? I want to be a part of the solution. How can they do that? It's Scotlandville Community Development Corporation and it's scotlandvillecdc.org. Mm-hmm. And it's 355-3446. We do have an office number. Okay. okay. But if it's anything personal, 225-964-7824. Please text that number. She is one of the best people you could ever meet. Well, well we, we sit down nice. and have so much fun talking, right? <laughs> I do enjoy <laughs> and she that. keeps it real, too. So so you got you got to come back. I know yeah. you're going to do... I, the closer we get to the holidays, I certainly want to get you back on the TV thing. Yes. And, and if I can ever get the word out about something you got going on, you know how to get or me. Or Scotland Saturdays is every last Saturday in Scotlandville. So, you know, it's so funny. Because that is, as we record this, that was last Saturday. Right. right. So now we have Scotland Saturday, well, which, which will be Scotland Sunday. Okay. Because of the Southern University game on that Saturday. We have four home games back to back. That's right. So then Halloween will be uh, Scotland Sunday. So uh, I'll get you back to talk about it right okay. before then. Because I, okay. you know, I had a client thing this Saturday, but I think I'm going to just try to clear it for the for the next Saturday yeah, and just come in. Because awesome. I'm, I'm sure by then, hopefully, if it's not raining, the weather ought to be nice. Yes. Because I want to talk about what we're doing in Scotlandville. I want to okay. talk about the corridor for Harding. I want to talk about the facade on Scenic. I want to talk about the plaza that we're going to do a pavilion there. We have some great plans. They're getting ready to spend money in Scotlandville Parkway mm-hmm. uh, with Breck. Mm-hmm. We want ideas of what they want to see in the park so we got great things happening that i want to talk about well we'll we'll do that uh, in a few weeks we'll get get you back pat mccallister laduff thank you my dear coronavirus it's changing as you and i speak right now yeah when the world changes there's one place the capital region comes for answers we have increased stress and the closure of schools podcast 225.com and the clay young show answers to your COVID-19 questions. That's pretty much how most viral illnesses act. From the people at the top. Truly an invisible enemy that we're uh, fighting here. The world is changing. Are you ready? Clay Young here with Brian Lowe with Brian Lowe Financial and online where, Harrison? At BrianLoweFinancial.com. Let's talk a little bit about taxes and preparation for the beginning of the year. Yeah, you know, uh, start thinking about taxes. Uh, as business owners, you got to put quarterly taxes in, right? Mm-hmm. So if we can find some ways to save your taxes over time, it, yeah. can, it can create more cash flow for you long term and alleviate some of that stress. You all stress about, hey, how are you going to pay your taxes? Yeah. Uh, if we can lower your tax uh, bottom line, 
You got to pay them less. You hold yeah. them to the cash longer. You can invest more into your business long term. Look, it's not that complicated. Mm-hmm. You just need to slow down long enough to sit down and talk to us. And it's not a bad idea to start early with this stuff. Don't wait until March next year, well, right? If, if you wait till April uh, or March to start or February, you know, it's yeah. too late. You, yeah. you put too much stress on yourself. This is complicated enough. From 30,000 feet above, we're going to make it simple, but ultimately save you money in taxes over time. Look, in 10 years, it could be up to 100000 in tax savings. Give us a call. Brian Lowe Financial. Without you, this show doesn't happen. So thank you for listening. This is podcast2too.com and The Clay Young Show. Man, I like talking to Pat LaDuff. She's giving Jeff LaDuff a run for his money. I don't even think they're related. Y'all know I love Jeff. That's my guy. But Pat's amazing. That energy, that honesty, that commitment to community. Yep, she'll be back. Talking about what's happening in North Baton Rouge or any, any, really any inner city community. Easy for me to say. It starts with the truth of how you get to this place. And, you know, some people say, well, you can't go backwards. It's like, I don't know how you can get to a solution in any situation if you don't really investigate the cause and and the cause is a lot of things in these areas and i think that it's going to take people of all kinds getting together and being more candid and i'm pretty committed to that you know be more candid about what we can do to engage and improve every community so it was great we had a good time i enjoyed it by the way just a sneak peek so you know i got a lot of stuff going on and different projects happening and Along with <laughs> with the, the business every day, uh, there is a, a local TV show that I do here in Baton Rouge, and I'm also a part of something with the Baton Rouge Business Report called the 21st Century Business Forum. Now, this is a monthly discussion with Fortune 100, Fortune 500 CEOs. I mean, some of the who's who and industry and business and it's uh, so far the show's been going on for a little while and I took over the reins as host I guess a couple of months ago and it's a monthly interview series and I'm very excited about what we're doing with it and I've had the chance to talk with Todd Graves who's you know that that one was the easiest of all of them that I've done because he's a good friend and it was you know it's it's kind of like most of the time we get together. It's just good conversation. Uh, I spoke with Michael Dubin. Dubin is the founder of Dollar Shave Club, right? I won't give anything else away about that. You got to watch it. It's the October 21st Century Business Forum. And you can listen to him tell his story. It's so interesting how that happened. It just, it, well, I won't give it away. But it's interesting how that became literally a billion dollar idea. And then there was a conversation with Dr. Ivan Meisner. Dr. Meisner is the creator of BNI, you know, the business networking group that uh, the thing that happens around the country, people get together, they network and it's he was so fascinating. I mean, all these guys are fascinating, but he his take on so many things was was just really intriguing and good in a good way, not not in some strange, weird way, but it was good. And then recently, the show for December 
is going to feature a conversation with Ulysses Jr. Bridgman. Now, some of you may not remember him, but Junior Bridgman played in the NBA for 12 seasons. 12 seasons, which is great for a pro ball career in any of the professional leagues. And then he transitioned to business and has not only become one of the wealthiest African-Americans in the country, he is in the top 10 wealthiest athletes, you know, former pro athletes to have ever done it with a net worth of well over $600 million. That conversation with him was so amazing. He recently purchased Ebony and Jet Magazine, and he's bringing that back. He owns over 200 Wendy's restaurants. He owns over 100, I think something like 160 Chili's franchises, Coca-Cola bottling company in one state and sprinkled around the country. He owns another one in Canada. And his humble mild way of talking about getting to where he's gotten is so fascinating. So there's a great series of conversations that are coming up. 21st Century Business Forum. This is the brainchild of Julio Malera. He came to me a few months ago and asked me if I would take over the hosting duties. And and I said yes, because, you know, love the guy. And, and at the same time, I enjoy having great conversations with people who are at the top of their game and whatever they're doing. And all of these people are. And you have to watch the December show to find out who the January guest is. Do you get it this month, next month, and December? The payoff is great because the information is great, but then January is going to be a great show. All right. So tell your friends about the show. Hit the subscribe button on the podcast app on your Apple phone and your iOS device. If you have a non-Apple device, you could still download that thing. Go to your app store. Subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. Leave us a rating, a star rating there, four stars. I mean, come on, what else would you say, right? And uh, I appreciate it. It does help us out with these podcast apps that are shooting people to content. And I, you know, been doing this for almost 300 episodes because I really enjoy dialoguing with people of like mind and even sometimes people who have different perspectives about life. I mean, it's kind of how you learn talking to people who don't always agree with you, right? And with that, again, special thanks to Pat LaDuff. She'll be back. I'm telling y'all. She's coming back. She's coming back. And you guys enjoy the rest of your morning, afternoon, evening, or night, wherever you're listening. Thank you for listening to The Clay Young Show. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for another edition of The Clay Young Show.